Megatron must be stopped, no matter the cost. Hey everyone, and welcome back to At the Movies with Cash and Hightower. Hey everybody, it's Cash. And this is Hightower. Cash, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you hanging in there? I'm doing wonderfully well. Good. Happy to be here. Wonderfully well is better than terribly... <laughs> terribly awful? Terribly terrible. Super bad. Terrible. No, I'm good. How are you doing? You know what, man? I'm excited, obviously, to talk about the movie this week. Um, you know, doing good. The weather, you know, started to turn around a little bit for us, and then right. it decided to say, no, no, we're not quite done with um, winter-ish, you know, so that was, was that was a bit of a buzzkill. I was outside for practice tonight, got wet and cold, so. Yeah, it was like a, it's kind of like a middle finger, like, it's like, I'm not going to rain hard, but I'm going to, like, literally just light rain all day. There's nothing worse than this kind of rain. I like, know. if it's I'm like, hey, brutal. listen, if you're going to do it, do it, you know, don't spit on me, just right. like, bring it on. Because you can still do stuff outside. Oh, then yeah. Then you're just miserable yeah. while you're doing it. Yeah, I'm with you. Well... <clears throat> Everyone, it's fifty-one. Good to, it's good to have you. Welcome aboard. We came out of retirement this week. We did. Well, you know, like you know, what? we'll get it. We'll try it a few more. Let's let's see what we can do. And uh, we are going to cover here shortly a film that is very special. That's all I can say at this point. Mm-hmm. But uh, Transformers, the animated movie. So history on the on the show tonight. First ever fully animated film. It's a big day for us. Huge day. Thought it might have been, you know, one of the ones in the '90s, maybe a Disney movie, but yeah, you know what? This is much more fitting for us, I yep. think. I, hundred uh, percent. This is a fastball down the middle. High fly ball to left and good bye. For the, for the cash and high car podcast. Here, let's see what yeah. happens. <laughs> and that's the second time I've used that analogy within ten minutes. Peek behind the curtain. We're gonna do it again too. I'm gonna yeah, get you to I'll use. Just, I'll just keep saying I'll fastball bet you down the middle. <laughs> Bet you hundred dollars I can get you to bed before the end of the day. <laughs> All right, before we get into the film, let's do a little housekeeping. Yeah, housekeeping. Uh, first, let me start with some couple things I watched here over the last week. Uh, the first being a little film called Solar Babies. Solar Babies. Have you heard of this? I have not. So it's on. Uh, it's on Prime right now. Okay. Actually, both these movies I'm going to tell you about. I started this just kind of folding the clothes one night, and I was like, oh, I've heard about this. You know, I'll check it out. So it's got a couple of our Lost Boys uh, castmates. We got Jamie Gertz and Jason Patrick are both in this film. Oh, okay. And I want to say it was right before they did Lost Boys. Okay. So they, Jamie Gertz especially looks the same. I feel like Jason Patrick maybe looks a little bit younger, but it's kind of a... Uh, Mad Max meets like Rollerball. Have you seen Rollerball before? I have. It's been a long time. I've seen Mad Max more recently, though. So the Solar Baby. So it's set like in a dystopian future <clears throat> where there's like no water and all this stuff. And but they play this like kind of lacrosse on roller skates type of game. Interesting. But it's like not very integral to the plot. <laughs> but okay. These, but these kids are. But all these kids are. They basically have like live like in a kid prison, but they all have like roller skates and roller skate everywhere. And then they sneak out, and uh, basically that's that's the Mad Max part. They sneak out, and like you know, there's all these like you know barter town and you know things like that, like interesting things of this nature. 
Uh, but yeah, it, I didn't really enjoy it. But uh, I can see why it would be like uh, kind of like a fun movie for people, like kind of a, kind of a cult following. So it was it was okay. But Solar Babies, not great. Yeah, Solar Babies. Okay, <laughs> it's just give it a. It took me a couple of viewings. I like got really kind of bored of it at first, and I jumped back in like a, like a day later, and I was like, okay, it's not it's not that bad. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'd always seen it, just had or like had like seen it previewed, and I knew what it was. I just hadn't watched it. This conversation is the first I've ever heard of that movie. So Solar Babies. You'll have to, yeah. You'll have to Google it. It's it's got a oh shoot, what's that little kid's name? Lucas Haas. He's like he's friends with DiCaprio. <laughs> Leonard <now>. DiCaprio. <laughs> Leonard. He's friends with Leonard DiCaprio, but. You, you'll recognize that kid too. He's in like I think he's in Witness. Oh, he's in like a more what's his like actually? <coughs> I'm gonna look it up now. He's in Mars Attacks. Ooh, okay. Gosh, he's like a he's in a movie as a child that he's like that's like his. Oh yeah, that kid. Okay, while you look it up, let me tell you the other movie I watched. Yes. How's it going over there? Are you close? Lucas Haas. What is he known for? Oh, okay. I know exactly who you're talking about. What's he known for? Oh, he for? was in Inception, too. Oh, yeah. He's like a really small... He's in the beginning of yeah. Inception. He's so Richie in Mars Attacks. Like, that's what I recognize him yeah. from. Okay. As soon as I see that picture. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so film number two. Film number two. This is a little gem here. This is probably... Not many people that listen to this show have probably even seen this. Sorry. Text message. It's all right. Let me turn that off. And, uh... Escape the Bronx, also available on Prime. I think it's from 1983. This is a movie that you need to watch okay. as soon as possible. Escape the Bronx. Escape the Bronx. It's like, uh, this is like Riff Rex, uh, or Riff Tracks, sorry. Riff Tracks. <laughs> Mystery Riff Science Rex. Theater 3000 material type. Okay. Because it's like just crazy out there. It's kind of like a, feels like an Italian ripoff of Escape from New York. That kind of like... Uh, Escape, deal. escape from the Bronx? Escape, yeah, Escape from the Bronx. Okay. That's what it is, yeah. But, man, it is freaking awesome. And, like, it's just nonstop action, crazy dialogue, like, violent, like, just some insane... Like, there's a couple explosions that happen, like, that involve death. I'm just, like, I was just like, oh, my God, this is the best <laughs> thing I've ever ever seen before it's on my list now i'm actually like contemplating just re-watching it just to like tally the body count because it is incredible what well, sounds like it'd be right in my alley it's like have you seen the warriors like the old like warriors yeah, come like, out and play hey, warriors. yeah yeah it's kind of like a warriors meets like escape from new york type deal okay where they're trying there's like all these underground gangs and like these city officials are super corrupt and they're trying to like Get the people. These gangs live under underground, like mm-hmm. Manhattan, or not? Maybe not Manhattan, or the Bronx. There we go. It's in the Bronx. Makes sense. And like, yeah, they're trying to like get them out because they want to put like new development over, like you know, like in that area. But Interesting. like, these, yeah, it, dude, it's it is fantastic. I'm always down for a good wild ride of a movie. So that's <laughs> like it, you get like you're watching like oh this is so dumb this is so cheesy and then you're watching it, you're like this movie is pretty awesome. <laughs> Like I was like I was in all the way. I watched it in one set. I was like, okay, I'm I'm sticking around for this one. <laughs> I'm hooked. It was great, man. Nice. Okay, I'll check Escape it. the that, Bronx. That is on Prime. Or you from said. the Bronx. Yes. Okay. It's awesome. I think it's '83, so it's they that's definitely what, that's what IMDb confirmed. That. Okay, so you yeah, are correct, sir. They definitely were riding on the heels of uh, Escape from New York. <laughs> you are correct, sir. 
Okay, I have uh, some metrics I want to share, but do you, do you want to use your questionnaire or let me... No, go, run you, through my... get, get all your stuff out of the way, man. Okay. Cle- cleanse the palate. Let me find my notebook that I actually... Is that the spare notebook that you were lo- lent? This, well, this is my other notebook. Is this the this one's my notebook. This is your notebook. Okay. This one is the spare. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, I've yep. prepared some metrics for you. Yes. And then I have a like trivia question. Okay. We have watched 50 films. 50 films. 50 films. We have only done... I'm going to focus on directors. Okay. We have done multiple directors six times. Okay. Okay, so there's... There are six directors we've done more than once, is what I mean to say there. Okay. Okay. Can you name... Okay, so there's there's one guy we've done three times. So he's he's got the like uh, the award so far for most, okay, most movies. Okay, we have one director three times. And five guys we've done two of their films. Okay. Okay. So six guys in all. Can you name any of these directors that we've done more than than one of their films. Steven Spielberg. Spielberg, we've done two of his films. Tim Burton. Tim Burton, we have done two of his films. McTiernan. McTiernan, we've done two of his films. I'm trying to think who we've done. You're doing really good. John Carpenter, we did. John Carpenter is our current leader. We've done three. Okay, I thought so. He's got the lead right now. So that's four? Yep, you got Burton, Spielberg, Carpenter, McTiernan. Okay. Now, one guy you definitely know and you like his movies. Mm-hmm. The other guy is a super random, like, happy accident. And, like, in fact, I think, I'm pretty sure we Turtle watched... Top? Turtle Top? Remember we, like, watched... Yeah, because uh, he was Mighty Ducks and he was, uh, While You Were Sleeping, right? Exactly. And we, okay. like, we like watched him within, like, a few mm-hmm. weeks of each other. And we're like, holy cow, it's another Turtle Top. I can't top believe over. I've gotten five of them. Like, I'm shocked you got Turtle Top. Turtle Top, that's awesome. Okay, um, now the last guy. Last guy is the one that I like. You, um, so his most known movie is super popular 80s movie. Okay. Like, like maybe even the best 80s movie of all time. His, but he's got several other good movies, but your favorite of his, I believe is like an early 80s comedy. Oh, that's not what we covered though, but not, um, cause Robert Zemeckis was back to the future, but I don't think we did a second Oh, haven't we? What was the other Robert Zemeckis movie? What's your lowest ranked movie? Oh my god, I forgot that was him. Roger Rabbit. Oh wow, I totally forgot. Speaking, I, I was going to tell you, you're talking about stuff that you watched. I, I fired up used cars the other day. Nice. <laughs> nice. Look out, Marshall Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck is this? <laughs> so there you have it. Zemeckis, Burton, Spielberg, Turtlelob, McTiernan for two. And John Carpenter. Can we just point out, like, one of these things is clearly not like the other? <laughs> isn't, isn't that hilarious, though? I mean, there's, I mean, I know we focus more on 80s, 90s, but we haven't done, like, a Scorsese or, like, a, yeah, you know, like, more of those, uh, you know, successful artistic guys. There's, like, I feel like there's a bunch of guys we haven't covered, but. Yeah, no kidding. But to me, Zemeckis, Burton, Spielberg, not really Turtle Lob, but Carpenter, McTernan, like, those guys are. Fastball down the middle. Ba-boom. High fly ball to left and good bye. There you go. <laughs> for cash or not. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for, was waiting for that to come and through. And there you have it. So yeah, there you go. There's my metrics for the... Very nice. Also, I did want to put call out one more thing. Yes, sir. Uh, sorry, I'm stealing the... D- don't worry about here. it. Uh, current events here. You can catch, you've been following the Johnny Depp stuff at all? Uh, Amber Turd. What's her first name? Amber. Whoa. 
better of your energy. Perfect. That's all I needed. <laughs> There's a uh, one of those like f- the pages where they go change or change me or whatever. Like people, st- I, a buddy of mine sent me a text said there was like almost two thousand people signed this petition to have her legally change her name to Amber Turd. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm actually depressed that it's only two thousand people. That's just good writing. I think that needs to be much much higher. That's good writing. I like that. <laughs> Fantastic. Um. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have any really housekeeping items. Um, like Where's I said, your... I watch used cars. You know, again, I, it was I one. Need, of the, I need to rewatch that. It's great. I borrowed it from my father. Such a great movie, incredibly underrated. Yeah, it really is. Um, I'll just I'll dive into the random question here. All right. Like I told you before, we got started. This is going to hit hard. Okay. Is what, it Transformers related? Um, I you know. No spoilers or anything, okay. but it might have to do with something okay. with Transform. Right. Um, <clears throat> so we've seen lots of movies between the two of us, obviously. Yep. What movie death hit you the hardest? Oh boy! Just in my entire life. In your entire life, like what was one? Like even if you were Ooh. a little kid, or I, I have two that I was like, okay, they hit me. But you'll understand why when I tell you. Movie deaths. Okay. And I was thinking to myself, like, Gran Torino, like when Clint Eastwood dies, or the Cowboys, when John Wayne goes down. I, I was, you read my mind. But there's other ones that I'm like, sometimes it's telegraphed, so it kind of softens the blow a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to say, I'd probably say this even if we hadn't just watched a movie, but like Optimus Prime definitely has to be up there. And I'll, I'll get into that more, too, once we talk history of the film, but... Like, that's got to be up there. John Wayne. Wait, Optimus Prime dies? Yeah, spoiler alert <laughs> from a 40-year-old movie. Uh, John Wayne, but not the Cowboys. Alamo. Mm. Davy Crockett? Yeah. Oh, that one just kills me. Yeah. That's probably the hard, I, That's probably my least favorite John Wayne death in a film. That one just... I hate that one. Yeah. I, I think we've talked about this before. I don't like The Shootist. I don't like The Shootist either. It's too depressing. No, it's... It is. It's a, it's such an interesting film mm-hmm. because it's totally like um, almost like a an analogy for his like like where he's at in his career too. Like you know he's the old aging, mm-hmm. but they're also using it as the you know he's the sheriff. Like and so it works in real life and the film. And then you know, he also dies, and then he he died pretty shortly after the yeah. film. And it wasn't supposed to be his last role. I know. Oh really? Yeah. He's Gosh. he he was supposed to do others, but it like yeah. serendipitous, I the, guess. The it just... cancer got him. Had to get him. So okay. So you think an Optimus Prime or John Wayne in the Alamo? Ah oh, man, those are the only two that are like really calling out to me. I, I don't know. I'd have to, all the faith. One pops into my head while we're going here. I sure. might answer, but those two definitely jump jump to the front of my brain. So there's two, like I said, that I I was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, man, like like I said, you know, Gran Torino. That one's kind of a buzzkill. I'm trying to think. Like, okay, is there warming? Like Tom Hanks and Saving Private Ryan. Like that's. Mm, I just have another one. Go ahead. But it's one for you. Can I try to predict one that you might have? Yes. Hooch from Turner and Hooch. That is one of them. I knew it. <laughs> Hooch was one of them. The other one, Old Yeller. Oh man, Old Yeller. Old Yeller. That's tough, man. I. I can't handle it. Little family dog, you know. I hate those two. I hate it when they get bit, you know, in the movies, and it goes through the whole rabies thing, and it's just—it's a buzzkill. I remember Brooks was reading that book not too long ago. Old Yeller. He's like, "Hey, I just started reading this book." I was like, (laughs) "You know anything about it?" He's like, "No, it's pretty good." I was like, "Oh boy, (laughs) hold hold on, hold on to your butts." (laughs) 
Oh, Natch has been running around the house saying that, by the way. So, I... did he have a cigarette hanging out of his butt? Uh, oh my god, I'm glad you said that. We, I got quite a few texts and emails on that topic, like, like, oh, like, LOL, like, just got to the cigarette and butt part. Like, several people chiming on that 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 was probably their favorite moment. Big Dave was pretty fired up. He's like that. I, he's like, I was dying laughing. Oh my god, that's so I. Like I was like I went back and rewatched. Well, at first I went back to edit it, so I had to listen again anyway, and I died laughing. And then when I like did like the final, you know, once I had put everything on there and listened again, I, I still just like cry, laugh when I hear it. I had to. I tried to just gloss over it like it was no big deal, but oh my god, it couldn't couldn't do it, man. I, I couldn't breathe for a it's moment. It's still making me laugh thinking about it now. Actually, I, I could not breathe. <laughs> Okay, did we get all? Did we get all your answers? That was it. Okay. Yeah, I was just was I was curious what you know movie death hit you the hardest. And That's a great question. I most of the time they don't really bother me because I'm like it's a movie, but man, I will tell you what, dogs, I just can't handle it when they go down. I didn't like uh, John the Hangman Ruth dying either in Hateful Eight. No, no, that's true. That was that was more disappointing. And Bone Tomahawk, same kind of thing. Like when he goes oh, down in Bone Tomahawk, gosh, that was brutal too. Yeah. yeah. Anytime some, Kurt goes down, yeah, he had some violent deaths there. That's not great. I feel like him dying in Poseidon, though, spoiler, another spoiler alert, was at least like, I don't know, it was, I was actually okay with that. It was like mostly off screen, too, yeah, if I remember was, right. Yeah, very heroic type deal. Yeah, that's okay. That's fair. Good call. All right. Well, let's talk Transformers. The movie. Who's excited? From 1986. I thought you were made of sterner stuff. <laughs> Directed by <laughs> Nelson Shin. Uh, starring. The usual voices, Peter Cullen, Frank Walker, most of the guys from the cartoon, but also we get a few uh, 80s stars mixed in here. Absolutely. Like our good friend Judd Nelson. He is. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Bender. He's probably our Chico listener. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Chico, hey, California. Hey, if you're from Chico, give us, give us a shout out. Hey, yo. We're, curi- we're curious. Yeah, Chico and uh, our Ontario Canada oh, yeah. follower. Big shout out to Ontario. Big time. Definitely my favorite province now. Oh, yeah. Without question. Yeah. I used to be a big Saskatchewan guy, but now I'm Ontario. Saskatchewan can... All the way. Blow it out their holes. They can kick rocks. That's right. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Go eh. pound sand. Okay. Um, did I say Leonard Nimoy also? You did not yet. Okay. Leonard Nimoy also in this film and a few other folks, but mm-hmm. those are kind of the big ones here. Sure. But uh, let's just jump in, man. You, what's what's your history with the film? I so I think I told you I was excited because of the whole Brave Star thing last week and Brave Star going back and watching old eighties cartoon. And I watched Transformers, but it wasn't one that I watched like super regularly. So I was familiar enough to know like the main players. But I was like, God, I remember watching this when I was really young and be like, Man, this movie is intense and it is awesome. Yeah. And then I just. I never went back to it for one reason or another. So I was like, you know what? Let's come back to it. This is a perfect example. And obviously we'll have a lot to say coming up here shortly. But man, oh man, I just, I remember loving it as a kid and loving the cartoon show. But I don't think as much as you. So yeah. So like I said, I I tried to like play it cool. I didn't tell you how excited I was when you texted me that. But I am a huge Transformers fan. So I'm a little bit older than you. It's true. So, like, when I was little, this was my show. Like, this was, like, my my favorite toy with G.I. Joe's. And I had some Transformers, but I was mm-hmm. more into the cartoon. Sure. Like, that was my show. I remember, like, watching it before, you know, basketball games. And, like, I don't know. I just, man, it was, it was my jam. 
I was all about Optimus Prime. I get it, man. This is this is great stuff. So I was all in. So okay, so I like the first couple seasons, you know, all the like, you know, the normal characters everyone knows kind of the more popular guys. And then we got this movie that came out in 86 and I obviously didn't see it like right when it came out. I didn't see it in theaters or anything crazy like that. It was probably a couple years after, honestly. But I went over to my neighbor's house, Joseph, and he's like, "Hey, have you seen the movie?" And so I'm like, there's a Transformer movie? Like, <laughs> that's awesome. Why don't I know about this? And it wasn't until, like, years later that I was like, you know, my parents maybe knew about this and, like, knew that. Might have kept it yeah, under wraps. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, that was my, that's my theory. So I don't know for sure. But anyway, so I'm over at Joseph's house. He's like, oh, man, it's awesome. You got to see this. And, like, I'm like, all right, great. Cool. Boom. Immediately they're just killing off, like, oh, yeah. favorite characters. And so I, like, vividly remember. Spoiler alert, they killed Optimus Prime. But I, remember, I vividly remember just like, I mean, it was my next door neighbor, but I remember just walking back to my house and just like feeling like I'd lost my childhood innocence. Like it was just, it was over, man. Like I, <laughs> that was it. You were an I, adult then. <laughs> yeah. Evil crept into the world. Done. <laughs> and that was, yep. I was, uh, I was soured from that day on. And innocence is ruined. It really was like, just like, not life changing, obviously, but it was like, well, it can be life changing. It was a wake up call. I've told you. I think I've told you this before. Like my childhood, like innocence dying, the Toy Story movie when Buzz yeah. found out he couldn't fly. Oh man! I don't know why. I was like, it is I wasn't like sad. I was hysterical <laughs> for a while. My mom and dad come in the room. They're like, "What's going on?" I was like, "He can't fly." I was just, oh my god! Like I was just, they're like, "What is the matter with you?" It's just a movie. I'm like, no, it's not. And he can't fly. I was just, oh, man, I was broken. So trust that me, is, I get that it. Is sad. It, it is, is but it's no Optimus Prime going down. But yeah, you know, like then you're just like, man, no one's safe. You no. know, like I mean, if Optimus Prime can die, because the cartoon's like super jokey and you know, like very, you know, very kid friendly, and and then out of this this thing out of the gates, you got people going down, and you're just like, holy, and like pretty violent like deaths for yeah, a cartoon, was... like which when you watch it as an adult, it's totally awesome, but. But yeah, it's. Uh, I think my favorite part is all the music in the background. As oh these people God. are, it's like super uplifting music yeah. for the most part. I'm like soundtrack's this, amazing. This does not fit the film, but yeah. or at least the scene. But okay. So yeah, that's my history. I uh, you know watched it when I wasn't ready for it, and then still a huge Transformers fan. I've watched it many times since. And I'm just gonna make this statement up front before we start diving into the movie. There, I took notes obviously as best I could. Okay. But. As I was taking notes while we were watching this last night, you're rattling off places, specific Autobots and Decepticons that I was like, I did not catch their name. So there may be points and they, times when I defer to you throughout they, this. I will tell you, they don't often... So there's the... We'll just say it up front. There's uh, Basically, they killed all the old characters off because they had new the new toy line coming in. So like sure. the season three characters, like Hot Rod and all those guys, Springer. Those guys coming in were like the ones that they wanted you to know. And they just killed most of the, like <laughs> they the, did. the season one, the the G one as the Transformer nerd fans call it. So yeah, that's why they don't say a lot of their names. They don't even give them lines. They just show their dead bodies. Yeah, like just total disrespect. Pretty heartless, man. Yeah, so that's that's why I was just kind of I was helping you out if I saw someone well, I knew. I appreciate I, it. I guess I'm, there's going to be times that I'm like, I didn't see everybody, so. Like, Wheeljack is a character who is, like, legitimately in, like, the f- very first scene of the very first Transformers episode ever. He, like, start like, even before you see Prime, you see Wheeljack. And he is just, 
they just show a clip of his dead, lifeless body <laughs> of him, and that's it. He doesn't get any screen and time. Up, doesn't done. yeah, just doesn't get a heroic moment. Just show his dead body. Nah, that's enough. Hey, well, you gotta make room for that new toy line. It's disappointing, <laughs> to say the least. You want to dive into it? Let's do it, man. All right. Well, we don't get any real uh, insight right away, but we open up on this giant planet-sized thing devouring another planet. And this is Unicron. This is Unicron. Played by Mr. Citizen Kane himself, Orson Welles. It's amazing to me. Isn't that crazy? Every time I see that, I'm <laughs> so like, holy crap, that's Citizen Kane. Like, this, this was his last movie role, and it was a freaking Transformers cartoon movie. Hey, go out on top, man, because this... Basically. Not only that, but then right after that... Transformers! <laughs> oh, man, the, like metal Transformers. meets the end. Yes, by Lion, correct? <clears throat> yes. You told me that last night, Lion. I've been ja- I told you. part. That was the other part that I didn't talk about. I've been jamming to that song pretty heavily for like a month and a half straight now. That song rules. And I did check. It's actually on my basketball playlist. I, okay. I knew I had it on a playlist. I we feel like to, I remember listening. Yeah, right we now, used to play we, it game yeah. time. It was on there. Yep. So, yeah, we get the phenomenal opening song, and then we get a little bit of backstory. There's a little bit of narration, so... And what year are we in? The distant future of 2005. 2005. Which... (laughs) I was in college. Ouch. (laughs) But the Decepticons have basically taken it to the Autobots at this point. They really are. And the Autobots are trying to get... What the supply... What's that supply stuff called? The Energon Cubes. Energon Cubes. There we go. Yes. And Optimus Prime, you know, that's what keeps them going. So Optimus Prime is going to send Ironhide on a run to the Earth base right? to get some of that. Another another fan favorite from the cartoon, Ironhide. Ironhide. He was a big, he's kind of the loose cannon for the Autobots, but a huge... He's the Raphael of the Autobots? Uh, somewhat, yeah. He wasn't as cool as Raphael, but okay. he definitely had the attitude of Raphael. Fair enough. Uh, but... Unfortunately, you know, they're they're scoping out for Decepticons to make sure, but unfortunately, Laserbeak, I believe, is who they... Laserbeak, that dang Laserbeak. That pterodactyl-looking... It's funny, because he's always... Even in the cartoons, he would be spying and, like, picking up information, like, way too many times. The Autobots seem to learn their freaking lesson. Well, here's the deal. <clears throat> Somebody's going to have to teach him something, but snitches, they do get stitches. Yeah, they so. definitely... Laserbeak needs them. But, uh, yeah, Laserbeak overhears the plan, plays it back for everybody, and Megatron says, all right, well, we got to, you know, we got to strike because they don't see it coming. So That's right. I give it to the Decepticons, too. Like, this movie, we talked about this, and my, my wife couldn't quite handle it either, but this movie does not let up longer than five minutes at any point. Right, yeah, they jump in immediately. It, and it's fast, and it's fear, and it's the entire time. And I told, I, we were joking last night when we were watching, I was like, man, the Autobots, like, if I lived as an Autobot during this time, I would be exhausted, because yeah. the Decepticons are relentless. You gotta keep your head on a swivel. That's right, they're gonna get you. I don't think we mentioned it, too, but Unicron, the movie starts out, and it, like, devours an entire planet yeah. of, like, tons of other, ro- like, you know, sentient robots. Yeah, and people trying to get away, and it, yeah, like, sucks them back in. yeah. Dude, it's intense, man. It's rough. And then we get, uh, I think what you said was your favorite character of the film, Daniel, was fishing. Oh, with God. <laughs> Daniel. Before we get to Daniel, we, yeah. I have to mention this because this is just like, you kind of mentioned that they're like, the Septicons are brutal. Because mm-hmm. in the cartoon, they were more like stormtroopers. They, you know, kind of clumsy and always messing up, whatever. Sure. But they roll into that ship with oh, the Autobots. Yeah. Yes. And, uh,. Megatron turns into his laser cannon thing like he he's, you know normally does, and Starscream just starts taking people out, man. And like, 
there's more like Ironhide, mm-hmm. Ratchet, and Prowl. All three like pretty pretty popular characters from the early days. But Prowl is like the police car one that gets shot and like smoke comes out of his mouth and his like eyes go orange and that might be like the like worst kill of the film. It's honestly. intense. Yeah, it's uh man. Definitely worse than Primes. Yeah, they like that was the other thing. I just I remember it, but I don't remember it. I didn't remember it so vividly. I was like, holy crap, like, they just come in and just mow people down. Yeah, those, those are all three. It's like Game of Thrones for yeah. a cartoon. Like, yeah. people are just dying left and right. Main and they killed, like, yeah, they killed more than those three. I just singled those three out because those three were, like, were all pretty popular yeah. G1 guys. Okay, now on to Daniel and Hot Rod. Yes, your favorite Daniel. <laughs> your, your favorite Transformer, Daniel. Let me speak to my son, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> and he's fishing with Hot Rod? Played by Judd Nelson. Voiced Judd Nelson. by Judd Nelson. That's right. Bender himself. That's right. Two months. Um, <laughs> and they were like, oh, cool. Nine. The shuttle's coming. So then they hop in the car and Hot Rod's taking him there. But then Hot Rod gives an ocular pat down of the shuttle. <laughs> That's right. Decepticons and just immediately starts blasting. He's he's definitely a loose cannon. I love it, man. From <laughs> long just, distance, too. There's no was, way. There's no way he's hitting anything. Just a hail fire of uh, laser bullets or whatever. <laughs> He reminds me of Jimbo from South Park. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's coming right for us. It's coming right at us. <laughs> and we get a, another fantastic song from the soundtrack, Dare, by the one and only Stan Bush. Yeah, that's right. Not his best song from the no. soundtrack, but a good, good one. It's a good number two. A good one nonetheless. And, yeah, man, they, like, again, it's like, immediately, so they attack that one base, and then they the Decepticons are on that ship, and then they get to Earth, and then they're just attacking that city, like, mm-hmm. trying to go go to town on it. And Blaster, I believe, is who it was. The tape guy? Yes. Yep. He's, tra- he's trying to get the word out to Optimus Prime <clears throat> to let him know, like, hey, we're under attack here. That's right. We don't ever get, con- we don't get confirmation right away that he knew, but. Yeah. Um, and then the Constructicons merge to form Devastator. Devastator. And he's trying to break break the walls down, like Chris Jericho. Of Jericho, um, yeah, trying to break down those walls to get him. But then Optimus Prime and the Dinocons, I believe, is that right? Uh, the Dinobots. Dinobots. I'm sorry, I don't know why Dinobots show up, and they're trying to put a stop to it. But then this is when we get, just like you said, the real. You got the touch. Oh yeah, I when I watch this, I still get like chills. Like just, oh yeah, like Optimus. Prime gives the old like I think he said at the beginning Megatron must be stopped it was like all oh yeah at all costs <clears throat> and then you I told you too that episode of Chuck that guy's like he's trying you to prep for it and every time I I hadn't seen this in so long that I was like God what is this from what is this from and then as soon as I said last week I was like we need to watch this and I remember oh that's where it was from I love Stan Bush that's that's the song, the song it moves you. Amazing. The song is also featured in Boogie Nights. You still, yeah, that's right. You told me that. Dirk Diggler sings it. Um, Stan Bush, also known for some other 80s soundtracks. I believe he's on... Oh, man. Which... He's on a Van Damme film. Now I'm blanking. Was it... Never Surrender? Was... I forgot which movie it's from. Is it from Bloodsport? <laughs> no, no Retreat, No Surrender. Mm, it's one of those. Maybe, you know, Kickboxer, Lionheart. I don't know. One of those. I can try to take a look real quick. But Never Surrender also good to me as soon as you type in stan bush the touch the touch oh yeah second dare great never surrender kickboxer kickboxer okay nailed it here we go so yeah he's got he's on some other soundtracks 
He's got some good stuff out there. We'll cover a Jean-Claude yeah. Van Damme movie soon, too, I'm sure. Uh, so also, real quick, um, while this attack's going on, we're introduced to the new characters, essentially the new toys that these oh, yeah. turd executives are putting out, or rolling out. That's why the old, the old ones must be killed off. But <laughs> Springer, RC, the only female, or the first female oh, uh, yeah. Transformer. Ultra Magnus, voiced by Mr. Unsolved Mysteries, Robert Stack. And... The fastest talking man in the business, Blur, as what's his name, John Machetta. Ter- terrible Testaverde, you're talking. Terrible Testaverde, right? <laughs> that guy. That's the guy, the micro machine guy. Oh man, yeah, and I like I, I love to like so like we said, so they get Optimus Prime, <clears throat> and they get to the city, and then Optimus Prime transforms into the truck, and he just like mows down. Oh man, it just runs him over. You just you just quoted my. My note, just mowing down Decepticons. It's so good. He does like a jump flip in the air and shoots like three of them. And that then he and dope. He and Megatron gonna do battle. And Megatron, for the first time ever, pulls out a freaking lightsaber, stealing yeah, Star Wars no stuff. Kidding. That never happened in the cartoons. I do remember that. <clears throat> yeah. They have a good battle. I mean, Optimus is giving it to him. Oh yeah, Optimus I mean, is in definitely the end, giving him the business. Optimus is gonna win. And that freaking idiot hot rod I know. intervenes. So I, this was something else too. Like Optimus is like he was pissed. Like let's let's call it what he was oh, not yeah. happy. He was going to take him out. I think he was going to take Megatron down. He was like, going to execute him one hundred percent. And then Hot Rod's like, oh no, because uh, Megatron's trying to you know lure him to assault false sense of security and grab That's the right. gun. And then as Hot Rod tries to get in there, Megatron. I mean, to his credit, he he just continues to zap. Optimus Prime. Yep. I mean, obviously, not enough to where Optimus can't get another shot in, but that's right. Megatron's ready to take him out too. They basically both give each other like the the death blow. Yeah. It's not immediate, but they both are like basically out of commission from that point on. I love to like Megatron shoots him like three or four times, and Optimus Prime's like almost down, and Megatron starts talking, and then he just gives like this massive uppercut like backhand to yes. him, and that's enough to do Megatron in pretty much. That's all it took, man. Like that's that's impressive. Super punch. And Soundwave comes in, saves Megatron. Wait, off. hold on. Before Soundwave oh. saves him, kicks him. Starscream rolls up, <laughs> kicks Megatron in the. I wrote lug nuts. <laughs> oh, well done, sir. I went sir. with the uh, you know the the uh, vehicle robot play. Little, <laughs> but he 100 percent rolls up and kicks him in the nuts. Right, yeah, like I you did, saw I, that, right? Yeah, like, like yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it, that's hilarious. You mentioned it, and I forgot <laughs> to. <laughs> I've, and I've like, never noticed that before. <laughs> Yeah, 100% <laughs> where that would be on a robot. Right in the lug nuts. Great. I was like, oh my God, I've never noticed that. Right in his nuts and bolts. Yeah, because like, so that's that's always been a long running thing. Like, Starscream's always been jealous and wants, wants to be ruler of the Decepticons, and Megatron's out of commission, and Starscream just rolls up and kicks him. That's right. Kick Love a man it. while he's down. Love it. Kick a bot while he's down, I should say. That's right. <laughs> But then, yeah, sound sound wave swoops him up like sound wave, <laughs> like an officer and a gentleman, just like swoops him up and carries him off. It does like a weird run. He too. does. <laughs> Come with me. <laughs> and they make an escape. And Optimus Prime, he's going down. His 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 uh, life is fleeting. So he passes the leadership or the the, the me- matrix of matrix leadership. Right. matrix of leadership. At our darkest hour, it'll light the way. That's right. And he's going to pass it to Ultra Magnus. Ultra Magnus, not Hot Rod. Not Hot Rod. Ultra Magnus. Hot Rod catches it, though, doesn't he? Yeah, it falls, and Hot Rod catches it. Like, and then you he know, gives it to Ultra right, Magnus. Right, the old, like, uh, hey, guys, this is going to happen at some point. Yeah. But 
I'm gonna pass it over. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Ultra Magnus hold it for me for a while. So, and I'm now that I'm thinking, I remind me when we get to the later when we get to the planet junk. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you too, or okay. like a thought. But anyway, yeah. So, um, like we said, Hot Rod catches it, goes to uh, Ultra Magnus, and then they're you know obviously trying to figure out what they're gonna do, and we cut back to. Uh, Starscream, and he's they're they're all trying to figure out okay now who's gonna lead whatever and I don't know about you like I, I the whole time I'm thinking Guardians of the Galaxy two with this because there's like a mutiny within the bad mm, guys yes. and <clears throat> they end up giving Megatron the boot. That's right. He had to lighten the load on the space shuttle train. That's right. And Megatron tries to please like I'm still functioning, but nope. That's right. Boom, he's Star- out of there. Starscream's been waiting for this moment his whole life. Starscream, the uh, Insecticons, and then two of the uh, Starscream's like Jet Buddies, which also is weird because in the cartoons, Thundercracker and Skywarp are the basically this, the same jets but different color schemes mm-hmm. as Starscream. But man, he just like just throws them under the bus, man, just kicks them out. Yeah, I, was, I couldn't remember. So I saw that he kicked out Megatron, and then so who are the other ones that went with? Uh, so the the Insecticons, those like bug guys, yeah, that are super annoying. But then Skywarp and Thundercracker is their name. One of, them's like okay. a, one of them's like a blue jet. One of them's like a purple one. But they look just like Starscream, just different colors. But in the cartoon, they were almost like his, like, you know, first and, or, you know, right-hand man. Okay. You know, like they were almost like, not that they were. They're Bob. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were they were kind of Starscream's Bob a little bit. Okay. But it was weird just to see him, like, sell them out. So, yeah, start boots them out. <clears throat> They're floating out in space. But then I feel like. Unicron like summoned Megatron. It's it's almost like Megatron oh, yeah. like runs into him, but it's clearly like Unicron's trying to recruit Megatron because the Ring Matrix can bring Unicron down. Exactly. And so basically blackmails Megatron into working for him. Like I'll give you a new body and blah blah blah, but you have to destroy this Matrix. And Megatron tries to resist at first, and then just immediately folds as soon as it threats him. <laughs> He's yeah. going to get destroyed. He tries, yeah. And it turns him into Galvatron. Galvatron. And Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy. It turns him into Leonard Nimoy. It turns him into Leonard Nimoy. Live long and prosper, everybody. <laughs> and, yeah, so he gets that, and, he, you know, it's, okay, you have to destroy the Power Matrix, so then we cut back to Starscream. <laughs> Who's having his uh, coronation ceremony. He is, but it's got interrupted. Another brutal death. I know, man. They just like... Where you're like... So Galvatron shoots him and he turns into like... He just crumbles. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's awesome. And then he stomps on the crown too. That's right. Nice touch. That's right. And then basically Galvatron's like, anybody else want to fight me? Yeah. Like, nope, we're with you now. <laughs> Anyone else want some? <clears throat> and then we go back to Unicron. Destroys Moonbase number one. Oh, that's right. Takes it down. That's right. And he's headed to Moon Base Number Two, and even though Spike and Bumblebee put an explosive on the base, they're like, "This will do it." Mm-hmm. Doesn't doesn't put a dent in it. Uh, do you? I think I called this out during the film, but did so uh, at one of the moon bases. We have Jazz and Cliffjumper. Jazz is voiced by a very famous person, Scatman, Scatman Crothers. Yeah, Scatman so Crothers. Film and music personality. This was also his last film. Also, fun oh, fact. Oh, really? Him and uh, this movie's cursed. Orson Welles. Yeah. I mean, he was. Pretty, they were both. No, it's a curse. Fairly old, I think. Age has nothing to do with it. It's cursed. But the voice of Cliff Jumper, Casey Kasem. Oh, that's right. Casey's top forty. 
I'm Casey Kasem. These are the hits you're buying, and radio stations are playing from coast to coast. And at the very beginning of the film, I don't know if you caught this, but uh, Optimus Prime says, Cliff Jumper, start the countdown. Oh, no, I did not catch that. Casey Kasem's. The, That's uh, true. American Top 40. There it is. There it is, the countdown. Someone, someone put a clip. Oh, it was the Ozark Mountain Daredevil page. It was a clip from this past weekend. Number 14 on this date, 1975. On the countdown? Jackie Blue. Nice. Um, <clears throat> this also, too, I did not remember this, but after that explosive, explosive doesn't do the trick, we get an S-bomb. We do. Shite. Shasta. Oh, shite. Yeah, that was. They, uh, there's I, a couple I, cuss words in there this There were. I, I had forgotten about that, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Galvatron and his crew, they go down to the Earth and they start attacking the city again, man. They're just, they are relentless this entire movie. The, um... They could have gone like a different way with this, because yeah, he goes down. They start t- attacking the city, but just think they could have they could have widened the scope and had him like actually attacking like actually. I mean, they don't actually attack humans. It's always I know the Autobots, but <clears throat> other than Spike and uh, Daniel, you don't see any other humans in this. No, which actually I kind of like that. I kind of like yeah. that they basically it's just a battle of the actual. This movie's missing a Shia LaBeouf. That's oh what god, this movie's missing only to smash him. Do it. That's right. <laughs> So, yeah, they <clears throat> start attacking the city, but Ultra Magnus and some of the other Autobots, they make an escape. Mm-hmm. And the Decepticons, again, immediately go after them, attacking those ships. Yep. And then they end up getting separated. So Hot Rod and Cup get separated. Their ship crashes on, I don't know what that planet was. I, yeah, I don't either. What okay. The, yeah. I thought you might know. So they, they get struck. And then Ultra Magnus is like, okay, we have to ditch... A portion of the ship so they drop the like latter half of the ship and then it ends up blowing up which again the decepticons as as good as they are they do celebrate prematurely a couple times here yeah. in this movie yeah we're trying to get a makeover but he's still a dummy <laughs> he's still short-sighted yeah so <clears throat> hot rod and cup like i said they get separated and they try and find the dinobots so they can get me grimlock <laughs> to try and get out while Ultra Magnus and his crew land on junk, and they run into... I did not realize this was, this is his name. Rekgar? Rekgar, yeah. Rekgar. Played by, uh, oh gosh, Eric, Eric Idle. There it is, yep. Who speaks only in commercials, Yes, basically. Love Eric Idle. I can't hear Eric Idle and not hear Always Look on the Bright Side of Life, but... That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I put a note in here, too, because when Daniel gets that suit and he like is trying to... Oh, walk, yeah. He's... I, Daniel's the worst character in this yeah, film. Yeah, like a huge turd. The worst character in this movie. But thankfully, he's literally he's in it less than yeah. four minutes. That part was smart, but I wish they just they just should have just yeah. not had any humans involved. We had to have yeah. If you have Spike, then you have to have Daniel. My my son Daniel. <laughs> if you see my son Daniel, tell him I said hello. <laughs> tell him I bid him good morrow. Yeah, we're robots. We know your son's name. Yeah, thanks, we, but we. we... We're programmed never to forget it. We can we can figure out which one of you is not a <laughs> yeah, robot, thanks. The only other human. You idiot. <laughs> well, sorry, I guess Spike didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, so Hot Rod and Cup get put in jail on that planet. Yeah. And so what was that like, head, that rotating head thing? Like, is that, was that a character from the show or is that yes, just something for the, the movie? Yes, the Quintessons. Quintessons, okay. They, actually, I think they came after, yeah, I think they came after this movie. So I think they were like written kind of for the movie and then they 
they like are written it. into the yeah the okay. history because like in the show they end up being the creators of the Transformers like oh, that's okay. kind of like part of the storyline which is kind of a lame move but innocent right and there yeah there yeah you basically are gonna die no matter what in yeah. their in their system but uh, yeah so like I said Hot Rod and Cup they're put in jail and then Wheelie Wheelie also terrible character yeah horrible the, the tiny little rhyming guy super annoying and between him like so Grimlock is cool like when he's like fighting but just like him for comedy does not work for me yeah me too and the two of them combined are just not not good but he at least rounds up the Dinobots yes he does do that and gets them corralled to say alright we have to go help them help, <clears throat> help her which I didn't understand this so maybe I missed it because so why does Wheelie know that these two are good? Why does he want to break them out? Like I didn't understand that. Not really explained, but okay. I'm assuming that he He's just a pure I'm assuming pure that he like was like, Oh, these guys are new. Like I'm assuming he like Wheelie knows the lay of the land and just like decides to help them. I don't know. Okay. No, that's it's I mean great, that's... it's not it's not uh, obvious. I thought I missed something. No. Honestly, because I felt like, as much as, like I said, I was trying to take notes because, mind you, all of this happens within like 45 minutes and it's fast and furious. So I was like, I'm jotting notes. I'm like, I we, know I'm going to miss something. Willie's just looking for a friend, basically. That, well, that's fine. <clears throat> and aren't we all really yeah, at the end of the day? Right. Um, so then Galvatron <clears throat> gets uh, told by Unicron, like, hey, you, again, did not destroy that's right. It's it exists, and it's on the planet Junk. The planet Junk, and Galvatron at least this time goes and attacks them mm-hmm. and gets the ring. Actually, that's right. Gets the Matrix. But how does he do that? He takes down Ultra Magnus. He takes down Ultra Magnus. So this who was... also yells out "Damn" or something. Damn it. Yes. Something like that. So. Well, we'll get there. I'm not quite there yet. So, <clears throat> cut back to Hot Rod and Cup. They're sentenced to death, and they get dropped into that shark tank. Mm-hmm. But they manage to fight their way out a little bit, and then they get surrounded by those other bots. I can't remember what those are. I don't like are. any of this stuff either. I, this whole planet they land on is yeah, super lame to me. Yeah, I didn't really care for it. But the Dinobots with Wheelie get there and help them break out. Yep. And they find a ship to fly off that uh, godforsaken place. <laughs> And then Rekgar and his crew are attacking what's left, or they're about to attack what's left of Ultra Magnus's crew. Yeah. To the great, great song. Dare to, or yeah, dare, dare to be, be stupid. stupid. Right. Weird Al. It's so out of place in this film. It is. It's, it's so like, strange. Dare to be stupid would be something you wouldn't have heard like in the cartoon. I feel like, but the tone of this film is totally different, and it's just weird that they have this moment. <clears throat> yeah, it's like it's bizarre. I did not understand that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Weird Al. Oh yeah. In fact, I'll be attending a Weird Al concert in about I'm, three weeks. Or I'm something. very jealous of that. Yeah, it's gonna be great. But after that, Hot Rod, Cup, and the Dinobots show up on Junk and form a partnership because there's that phrase that they're supposed to say. Ba we ma na bitty nitty ground. Yeah, some, some, something some, like that. Something to that regard. I've heard it both ways. And then they put Ultra Magnus back together, and he's like new. Isn't that isn't that convenient? So this is my question to you. I know exactly what you're going to say. Why did we not keep Optimus Prime? Be like, hey. Yeah. Exactly. In the, in the cartoon, in the comics even. I also have the comics. Right over there, actually. Uh, you could just put people back together, basically. Like, but I mean, I, it would make sense. Ratchet was their doctor who was killed early. Maybe that's why. Oh. So usually Ratchet was involved in putting people back together. Fair enough. 
I mean, I could I could understand, but there was like <laughs> the bots from Junk are just like beep boop beep. Okay, he's back. Right. Like, oh, what happened? <laughs> they should have like used spare parts or something. I feel like. Yeah, that would be the Junkions. They should have. But no, they put they put all of his stuff back together. And he's basically just fine. Yeah. And then uh, you know the boys from Junk, and they're like, "All right, well, let's go after Unicron, and we're gonna kill the Grand Poobah." The Grand Poobah. That's right. <laughs> Great saying. <laughs> Not used enough, in my opinion. Grand Poobah. So then uh, Galvatron's like, "All right, well, I have the ring now. I'm gonna hold this over Unicron's head," but. That backfires. Yeah, because this is like we're we're in the third act of the film now. Yeah, like you were saying, how like this movie just like flies. It does. Like I mean, we've pretty much covered all the stuff here, and like we're already at the end of the movie. Like it's that's, so much. Yeah, it it flies by. I, I'm not kidding when I said like it doesn't give you more than five minutes to breathe at a time. Yeah. Like I five minutes is right. It's just, probably long. It just I I will give a credit in that it like it's like pure action. It doesn't like doesn't spend a lot of time trying to give you history of things it's just kind of like hey this is what's happening you're either along for the ride or get out see and i think that's brilliant though because this is they know this show like who was watching it like the kids that were watching it at the time oh yeah so if you're a kid and you're going to go sit through uh you know 85 minute movie you're not going to want to have this melodrama of other crap like you want to watch Fights, explosions, right. battles, and stuff like that, you, and they yeah. nailed it. You want to see these new toys that you that you got to tell That's your right. parents <laughs> to buy you. <laughs> I need the Ultra Mega Mega Man. I held out. I did not. I did not like the new characters, and I did not request them. Yeah, I just, hashtag not my Autobots. Not my Autobots, especially Hot Rod. <laughs> I was very anti Hot Rod. That's fair. Just not a Judd Nelson guy, though. I mean, like they're okay. You should hear this guy off air when he talks about Judd Nelson. He's yeah. just. <laughs> They were okay, but like they, they're not Optimus Prime. They're not their original characters. But I have to say, like, I appreciate Galvatron's like, all right, I'm going to hold this over Unicron. And Unicron's like, no, that's not happening. And then he transforms finally. Yeah, into the robot form. We get to see, and he's like, all right, you want to hold this over my head? He just starts going after the Decepticon planet. Yep. Great Cybertron. Touch. Love it. They uh, Originally, <laughs> they had planned, I think, for Cybertron to like also transform into a robot but they i think they scratched it but okay they we almost had like a godzilla type godzilla versus yeah, like mecha a, godzilla yeah, like the giants battling it out which actually would have been kind of cool godzilla versus kong yeah um so as he's doing that the autobots and and get to unicron and they start their attack and they like they fly through his eye love it that's great it's a great touch. Also a great uh, <clears throat> representation of how big Unicron is. Yes, he is massive. They fly right through his eye and fight pretty much the rest of this movie inside of him. To Stanbush. Yes, of course. You've got the touch. <laughs> Another fantastic usage. You have the touch. And a hot rod finds Galvatron, like, deep in the bowels. Did you notice how... <clears throat> so so um, Galvatron can't, like, access the Matrix of Leadership. He's not an Autobot. Right. So, did you notice how he was, like, displaying or how he was, like, wearing? It was like a net, like, Flava Flav, like, wearing the clock. Oh, my God. That, that's so funny. Galvatron, Flava Flav. <laughs> He's wearing the Matrix of Leadership like Flava yeah, Flav. Boy. What's what? What is What was his, uh, oh, my gosh. Flavor of Love? Yeah, but he had, like, a saying. Was it just, yeah, boy? Yeah. Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. That's right. From Public Absolutely. Enemy, Flava Flav. So yeah, he like I said, he's wearing the ring. And he's like, all right, so 
Flavor Flav. We're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be united against this guy now. For that's about right. two seconds. Yeah, right. Very quick. And then immediately <laughs> Unicron's like, nope, that's that that's not happening. And then he makes Galvatron attack Hot Rod. Yep. And uh <clears throat> Danny. Daniel. Daniel, sorry. I called him Danny, I don't know why. Daniel is Dan. uh It's Dan now. <laughs> Dan? <laughs> Dan. Ninja Turtles callback. Listen to our oh, listen oh, yeah. to the uh Number two. past episodes in the archives. Number two, I believe, wasn't that's it? Right. I think so. Matter of fact, it was. Actually, I think it, Predator was number two. Oh, was, that's right. Or maybe it was. It's, no, Predator was. It was two or three. Yeah. Somewhere back there. It they all early. run together. It was early. All the shows suck, guys. Just throw them on. It's a... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Daniel has that stupid. Danny, god dang it. He has that stupid Danny. suit on. And oh. then we see that Spike is still alive. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't heard from him the entire movie. Him but, and Bumblebee but both. About to die. They're going down. They're getting dropped in the liquid hot magma. <laughs> and I was—I don't know why I joked with you last night watching this. He's like, I don't know what to do, Dad. I'm like, just close the freaking lid, you yeah. idiot. Like, how stupid can you be? You're not my real son. Yeah, you're adopted. I don't even love you. <laughs> oh, but, but importantly, he saves he does. Bumblebee, Cliffjumper, and my guy, Spike. Jazz. And, and I guess Spike also. And Spike, but <clears throat> and then Hot Rod's during during all this is continuing the fight, and Hot Rod, he's got the touch, like we he, said. That's right. He harnesses. He harnesses the, power. the ring. It was the darkest hour. It was. And Rodimus Prime is born. Rodimus Prime. Which is silly. And he looks exactly the same. He's a he's a bigger Lamborghini now. Yeah, a Lamborghini with like a hatchback. <laughs> yeah, when he's like pink and red. Really strange it was. colored. Interesting theme colors. Yeah. But that's enough, man. He he activates that ring, destroys Unicron. Yeah, he, we basically have a very similar ending to Speed. Him and Dennis Hopper have the same fate. They oh, bo- yeah. They both lost their head. It's true. As Keanu would tell us. That's not a way to get ahead in life. Hey, <laughs> And hopefully this ends the war. And we can all work together as one. Mm-hmm. As Unicron's head floats around. Transformers! There's a lot of... Uh, there were a lot of unanswered questions, which you probably don't actually care about. Like, if you're not, like, a huge Transformers fan, you don't, like, even notice. But there's, like, a lot of characters who, like, rolled up to that battle, and we just don't see whatever happens to them. Hey, casualties a of war. A bunch of them. Casualties of war. Don't ask questions. And, like, the Junkions, like... They're just they're they're no longer around. Like there were other Decepticons who flew. Like remember, like uh, Devastator was was oh, there yeah. at the end too. He just they just disappear. So. Yeah, it's don't think too hard on yeah. it. Yeah, but that, all these guys it. show back up. So this was like the bridge between season two and three of the cartoon. And basically, everyone from this movie basically shows up in like the next season. And like they bring Optimus Prime back to life. Oh yeah, you have to. Right. I, I don't know if they were planning to, but like the like the like the outcry was yeah. just yeah. I mean, this was before social media and like they were like they were they were at Hasbro with their torches and pitchforks. <laughs> they had to know demanding. Though. Like you you had to know if you're taking Optimus Prime out. Yeah. Well, the story goes the director, so Nelson, Nelson Shin was like, "Hey man, uh you can't kill the like most popular like kids you know, a hero in this movie. And they're like, you know, they're like, no, 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 we, we got, don't worry. We got it taken care of. Like we, 
Guy, the guy's like, no, you, you can't kill him. He's, no. like, he's like, no, 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 we, we, we got it. And so he's like, then they then they saw like the introduction of all these new characters. They're like, oh, they're just trying to yeah sell new yeah. toys to the kids. Like, yeah, that's your. Yeah, maybe you plan on bringing them back on the later on, but yeah, that's not cool, dude. Yeah. That's it, man. That's we, uh, Transformers. The I movie. feel like we talked about the movie for like twenty minutes. It's possible. Well, it's a it's a quick one. It, it is, by. but still, like. There's just so a... much. It's almost like Clue. Like there's so much that happens in Clue yeah. so quickly mm-hmm. that I feel like Transformers are obviously different movies, but very yeah. similar of like how much they can get into a short movie. Yeah, and let's be honest, this is a kids film. Like, there's not a whole lot of like plot development. Like, like you describe the movie from A to B, and like I don't feel like we left a whole lot out. So I tried not to. It was uh, it was just kind of a simple film. I try to paint a picture with my words. You done good. Artists, artists paint. I salute you. <laughs> Holy Lord! Well, what I di- I got a question for you. Yeah, please. Dude. I got a couple questions for you. I want to hear them. Okay, so you're you're not a huge Transformers guy, right? Did you did you ever watch the cartoon before the movie? I've, so I've seen them, but I like okay. I said, I couldn't. All right. So then, what you know from the film? Then, who is your favorite Autobot? Favorite Autobot? Who is the one like the? Older, oh, Cup. Cup. I think Cup would be my favorite. Cup was new, new to the movie. I liked, I liked Cup because I kind of liked the, you know, the curmudgeon old man. I mean, mm-hmm. being honest, obviously Optimus Prime is, you know, probably yeah top. But since he gets got, um, I would say Cup if I had to pick of the okay. newer crop. The old, the old, or he, Springer. He's the, he's the Clint <laughs> Eastwood. I always actually really like Springer. Of, Springer's of, good stuff. Of the new, of the new introduced Autobots, Springer was my favorite for sure. Because he was the, uh, the, around this time they busted out the, uh, what were they called, triple changers or super changers? I forget what they're called. But basically, he could change into several things. Whereas, like, traditionally, you know, you could turn into a vehicle or, sure. you know, one thing. But then they, I think it was triple changers. Sounds right. But yeah, so he could, he turned into, like, a helicopter, a different car at one point, and then he could do his, like, guy form. But Nice. But yeah, he was, I always did, like, Springer. Um but, okay, but my favorite Autobot of like all time, like dating back to like the original cartoon, mm-hmm. Jazz. Jazz. The number four Porsche car. Always loved Jazz. Nice. Scatman Carruthers. Always loved him. Was he always the voice? Yeah, even in the cartoon. Oh, cool. Yeah, a lot of the so a lot of the the G one guys, the original guys, they're that's their cartoon voices. Like I figured, yeah, because I knew Frank Welker for sure. Frank and, Welker um, is Orson Welles was. He was just for the film. Just for the movie. Okay. Yep. He was just for the film, but like. Frank Welker's probably like the most famous like character, you know, animated voice actor probably of all time. Sure. So I think he does a few. I think he does Soundwave actually too. Uh, then you got like Chris Lotta was the uh, Starscream voice and probably more famously Cobra Commander from G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all those guys, <clears throat> the guy, so yeah, those guys are all the, the, the show guys. Okay. So Peter Cullen is Prime and Iron uh, Ironhide and Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> great. It's a great combo. Peter Cullen. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So those, okay. Favorite Autobot mm-hmm. was Cup. Who's your favorite Decepticon from the film? Or just bad guy in general? <sighs> favorite Decepticon. Hmm. Have you ever been jumped by like eight Decepticons? <laughs> <laughs> That's tough though. Cause I mean, again, going back, like, you know, Megatron, obviously, I was a fan of that. I didn't, I don't care for Starscream. Prime. I just don't care for Starscream. Starscream is, you're, 
you're supposed to hate him. He's he's and he mission accomplished there. Yeah, like he's always been nail, a turd. Nailed it. Always been a turd. Um, I know it's kind of cheap, but I actually I dig Unicron. Like okay. I dig this planet engulfing entity. I don't know why. Like it, and it's enough. it's very similar to obviously you know like a Marvel villain. Like there's a bigger villain out there than the one like the one like pulling the strings kind of thing. So yeah. I guess if I had to pick, I would say Unicron. I dig it. But I'm not. I'm not thrilled with that pick. I dig it. This my favorite Decepticon again stems back from the you know the old cartoons. He's not he's in this movie, but he's not. I don't feel like he's featured very very much. But Soundwave, mm-hmm. Soundwave, that guy, Soundwave Superior. And yeah, the tape cassettes that jumped out. So like he has Laserbeak and what's his name Rumble, I think. But yeah, those uh, that guy was always awesome. Always loved him. Sure. I love him. I love him. I love him. <laughs> All right, MVP of the film. Who you got? MVP for me. I actually was thinking. So, ironically enough, you're we talking about you always like Springer. Like, I feel like Springer. He's got some good moments. He does. He does. He's not in it very much though, so it's it's tough for me to pick him. He's got a great line too, and like, oh man, to, it's like tonight's like tonight's not the time to die or something. Oh man. yeah. He's got a great, like, almost, like, 80s action line, like an Arnold line. It's something like that. You know what? I'm going to give it to Ultra Magnus. I ain't got time to bleed. I'm giving him a swerve. Okay. Ultra Magnus. He has a very heroic ending, too. He does. Even though he comes back, because he, yeah, he, like, dist- he like blocks off so Springer and RC and those guys can't get hurt, and he mm-hmm. just tries to take on the Galvatron by himself, but... You're coming in too hot, Striker. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone's seen this man, <laughs> please call. Yeah, Coop good... could be hanging by a rope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Robert Stack. Those, man. Staring longingly into his eyes as we shared Dude, a meal. <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries. Like, what a show. That's great stuff, man. What a freaking show. I love that. I feel like um, I had, like, before we moved, so it's been a couple years, like, right before we moved, I remember I had, like, gotten onto, like, Peacock and... Early on, they had like basically every episode ever of Unsolved Mysteries, and I started watching those. And there are so many crimes that happened in the eighties. Yes, and like I'm watching them, and I'm like, man, I feel like these most of these would be <laughs> solved if they happened today. Because like that all that, a lot of them seem like yeah, like just probably had a camera here and there, like or you know, like in this the the technology and like you know, I don't know, I just feel like a lot of them. Like there was one I watched, and like this guy had clearly murdered his wife. And it's like, he's just free. Just like, he's, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I dropped her off the train station. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I have, the pillow just fell over her face. I don't know I, what to tell you. <laughs> I was just hanging out in my house all weekend. <laughs> he had no alibi. Just had, yeah, nothing ever happened to him. I remember researching it because I was like, this, surely they got this guy like after <laughs> the fact. Nope. Never, never did time. Just hanging out, huh? A hundred percent. Wow. He, he had to have killed her. They were fighting. She was. She in fact was going to her sisters, taking the train to her sisters because they were. They had a big falling out, and like, it, like yeah, they were gonna get divorced, whatever. And she didn't make it. It reminds me of running scares. Fell on a knife four times. That's right. <laughs> For every mystery, there is someone somewhere who knows the truth. Perhaps that someone was watching. Perhaps it's you. All right. I don't think I did my MVP. No, but, you did not. I'm sorry. Uh, my MVP. Of the film, Daniel. 
Of course. Just kidding. We knew it. Daniel sucks. Everybody knew it. Just kidding. Uh, I mean, it's got to be a, a Rodimus Prime. Hot Rod. I don't love him. Yeah, so I couldn't give it, I couldn't give it to him. But it's Judd Nelson, and like he does have the heroic moment. And But it's his fault. Optimus is dead. Is That is a great... There are a lot of... My, so early on, I blamed Rodimus, or Hot Rod a lot for that. I don't feel like... I mean, I feel like he has like a little bit of guilt, but he's... Basically no, fine at the end. Nope, moved on. Yeah, he he wants. Well, to you know leave. what? Sometimes you're gonna die. So, <laughs> however, in the cartoons, he does relinquish power back to Optimus Prime when he comes back. So, makes sense. I've I've liked him ever since then. So That's fair. I'm gonna, and he does take down Galvatron. All right. So I'll, I'm giving it to him. I'll allow it. I'm giving it to Judd Hot Rod Nelson. So, here's the real question, and this is one that I don't I don't necessarily <clears throat> have an answer for. Okay. What scene do you show somebody from this movie? Oh my gosh. Definitely one of the you got the touch moments. I mean, yeah, but. Because you got to have the Stan Bush playing in the background because you're going to hook anyone at, at that point. But do you go with the Optimus Prime going down? Because I, I feel like, like people that don't even know Transformers know Optimus Prime. You show the scene where all, Optimus rolls out, starts killing people, <laughs> running over. And then you, yeah, and then you stop it before. He goes down. Like he shows. Nothing like else happens here, guys. It's a fine. little bit, a little bit of the Megatron fight, but then you cut it off before. And you get a little bit of the yeah. touch with that too. Good call. Yeah. Good call. What do you What do you got? I yeah. I, I to me though, I do. I feel like that Optimus Prime going down. That's that's significant. I feel like you got to show that. It hurt, man. It, it really hurt. It it still does, honestly. And I'm not like I said. I I liked it. I've always liked it, and I've always enjoyed watching them. But I was not as. And well versed in it as you were and even now like watching I was like God, that, mm, I don't like it's that one of those moments where you just like I mean this is a horrible example but you know people are always like I know where I was when JFK was assassinated mm-hmm. and blah 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 you know like and like for us it's like 9-11 like yeah. I know where oh, we yeah. were and like but dude I will never forget that day in I... my freaking neighbor's basement watching tell me he's got this awesome Transformers movie <laughs> And then immediately shows me all my favorite Transformers getting blown away. It's great. Come watch all of your That's favorite characters so awesome. die. Yeah, I'm almost like, did he? Had he even seen it? Like, I don't even remember. Like, so this is the other. Like, I was thinking about this last night after you left. Think about how many Disney movies we watched, where like the parent or somebody significant in the main character's life dies. Oh yeah. And I don't know about you, but I was like. Yeah, okay, like that happens. Like, I don't know why the Disney ones didn't affect me. Disney and Pixar both set you up for, like, have you seen, oh my God, what is the one? It's Pixar, uh, Up. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. The first time we watched Up, I had to walk away. I, it, man. I mean, it bothered me, but it didn't bother me as much. Like this, this one bothered me. I don't, and I don't know why. And I know it's coming. It was tough. I just, man. It's tough to watch. Like, I don't even get that broken up whenever uh, you Mufasa touch. goes down. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, you would think, like, oh, that's horrible. But I'm like... We watched that recently, and I was like, I was like, man, I feel so bad for Simba. Like, just like, he has to abandon his parents or his family and the pride. And, yeah. Gosh. It's tough. Well, Akuna Matata, man. Akuna Matata. Yeah, he never would have met Pumbaa and Timon. That's right. Which, and maybe he would have been better off. Heading out. One, I mean, it's possible. They're basically slackers. <laughs> By the way. Yes. The movie, Have you seen the movie Slackers? Oh. Um, I just rewatched this recently, too. And, oh, my gosh. This is like... We need to make, do a list someday for, like, a bonus episode where we come up with, like, 
five to ten like underappreciated comedies that like that like no That's one Vince Vince Vaughn right no, no. Slackers is it's a young Jason Siegel uh, Devin Sawa remember Devin Sawa yeah I, think I don't know why in, I don't know why I'm not he's thinking. Casper remember he, like, when Casper turns into like boy form yeah uh, he's in Little Giants yep uh, and then uh, Pete old Pete from Pete and Pete the red haired okay the older brother I guess they're both red haired but the older brother. I definitely have not seen this. And thing. Donna from the '70s show, and Jason Schwartzman. Do you remember, have you ever heard of Cool Ethan? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh my God, really? Yeah. Oh, you got uh, man. I'm dropping the ball. Then. Slackers. Slackers. I think you'll actually really like it. It's a uh, it's like a kind of like a dark comedy. It wow. takes place at a college. It's man got a fantastic soundtrack. It's like it's a it's just kind of like a differently made film. But I have just always. Loved it. Like no one, no one knows about it, so I'm not shocked you haven't seen it. But Jason I, Schwartz, I think it's Schwartzman. That's his name, Jason Schwartzman. Um, he's fantastic in it. Yeah, Jason Schwartzman. He's, now I do love Jason Siegel. He's cool. Yeah, it's a super young, like skinny freaks Jason and geeks. Siegel. Jason Siegel. Yeah, it's so it's and like he's pretty funny. It's man, I would definitely recommend it to you. Okay, I so I pulled it up. I recognize that cover, but. Man. I've never seen. I've never seen it. Cool Ethan. And Cool Ethan has a great song at the end of the movie, also. But dang, okay. Escape from the Bronx Escape and Slackers. Escape from the Bronx. I would watch Escape from the Bronx first. Okay. And then Slackers. Deal. But yeah, both both need to be. Considered. I still. I need to do Silkwood first, actually. Silkwood. I need to do Silkwood, then Escape from the Bronx, then Slackers. Silkwood. That's three very wide ranging movies. Karen Silkwood. Best part of Silkwood is uh, Kurt sucker punches someone. Oh, okay. Probably the best part of the movie. I, all right, I can't wait. It's at, it's at the very end, but deal. It's all. It's a great out of nowhere scene. <laughs> it's fantastic. Zap. Sucker punches a dude and like gets like runs sprints to his car and like wildly drives away. It's, <laughs> it's fantastic. I'm a big fan then. It almost plays like comedy and it's not supposed to be. <laughs> all right, hey, should we do? Are we good on Transformers? Should we do We're rankings? Good. Let's do rankings. Okay. Let's get into it. So we will jump over. Especially since you're going to put me on the spot here in a minute, aren't Richter you? Richter scale rankings, I am. Uh, just for you out there who don't remember, a 6.9 is a perfect score on the Richter scale. And uh, zero is the worst score. You currently hold the record with Stand By Me at a 1.5 as the lowest score. You're welcome. Uh, my lowest score is 2.8 Wild Wild West. So, can, and that, you have that can go down. You have Roger Rabbit as a two point three, and Nightmare on Elm Street as a two point five. So, so you are you have the three lowest scores. I'm harsh, but you I are. also have way too many. And I'm gonna you're add, Ebert. I'm Cisco. <laughs> I'm gonna add to my cluster that I need to go back and space some of these I, numbers yeah, I need out. To too. I was looking through this too. I feel like there's some. I made some poor decisions, but but that's neither here nor there. I don't there. think I don't think they were poor at the time. Yeah, they're not poor. There's like, I, there's probably like just a couple. There's probably just like a couple of foot flops I need to make. Yeah, I understand. All right, I'll, you want to go I'll, first or second? Um, yeah, I'll go. I, I can do that. Okay, film number fifty-one. So, I I need to emphasize this. This is the second time I've seen this movie. Okay. I'm giving this a five point six. Wow. At the bottom of the five point six pile. Okay, so just above Adventures in Babysitting. Correct. I am shocked. I loved everything about this movie. I am absolutely shocked right now. Big, big fan. Like, I'm very upset. I purchased it on Prime right before the show started because I was like, I need to buy this so I can watch it more frequently. 
It's not often a kid's movie moves you like this. 5.6? I am just, I am without speech right now. That's That was the plan. I am shocked. I wanted, to, I wanted to get you. You keep surprising me. I try to. Okay, well, my ranking is a little bit different. Yes. And I'm the Transformers fan. Mm-hmm. I went with uh, a 4.4. Okay. And it sits at number 40 out of 51 films. Interesting. I have it uh, just above Mighty Ducks and just below Reservoir Dogs. I... I obviously love this film. Mm-hmm. It holds a special place in my heart. But in my mind, I still see it as like a kid's movie. And like, I mean, I'm not like above it. Like, I'll definitely watch it. Sure. And enjoy it. Uh, when this, this actually came to theaters a couple years ago. And I had just gotten back from Germany like the day before. And I had like jet lag. And I was like, nope, I'm going. <laughs> We're going. Let's do this it. This is happening. But yeah, so I got it, I got it low. But I mean, like I said, like... I think Reservoir Dogs is an amazing film. I really like Mighty Ducks too, so it's, I don't. It's not an insult to the film. Oh, absolutely. That's how I was last week with Jurassic Park. Yeah, I know it was low on my rankings, but so still went, a very strong movie. I went four four, and you went five six. I am shocked. You have it just below Demolition Man, mm-hmm. and just above Adventures in Babysitting. Mm-hmm. What a compliment! And Adventures in Babysitting, I've seen one time for this show. Well, and it still sets that high. I get how Adventures in Babysitting can take your soul and just... It does. That one, I totally get. That was just fun. I wasn't expecting this from the from the animated <clears throat> movie. I, lo- I love it, man. I don't know if Nelson Shin is still alive. But he's probably out there just like... You probably just made his day. That's, that's my plan. If he's out there alive. <clears throat> well, I had to do it for for Bender, you know? Judd I feel Nelson, like you, Judd Nelson... I feel like you were... You were coming down on Judd Nelson really hard before the show. There was a lot of things about his mother. Um, it was just very ugly, ugly language. Um, Eat my shorts. <laughs> just Barry Manilow know you rate his wardrobe. Okay. <clears throat> you ready to, to uh, do the process for next week? I don't. I'm going to say yes, but I'm not sure that I am. So I lied to you earlier, and I told you I was going to... I had a film picked out. Yes. And we were like all on board, and like and then I we had a hiccup. And getting securing this film. Pull the sword on me. So I'm gonna push it back, but I did prepare a list of movies for you to choose from. Five movies, correct? Uh, I got five movies here. Okay. Don't worry, I'm pretty sure these are fastballs down the middle for Cash and High Tower. High fly ball to left and good bye. Show. What was that? Three, three or four for the show? That's like five, probably. <laughs> but uh, hey, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I have a cousin. Do you know what her first name is? Mm-mm. Amber. Oh. Whoa. Exactly. Is it also the color of her energy? Whoa. <laughs> uh, here we go. Um, you ready for this? Yes, sir. Okay, so this you're going to decide the fate for next week's show. The power is in your hands. And that is a line from You've Got the Touch. Yes, it is. You got the power <laughs> in your hands. Okay. Choice number one. You might see a theme. Cobra. Mm. Stallone. 86. Mm-hmm. Choice number two. Over the top. Also Stallone. Okay. I don't I don't remember the year. Uh choice number three, his good friend Arnold Schwarzenegger in a film called True Lies. Okay. Choice number four, staying with Arnold Commando. I <laughs> And choice number five was my wild card, in case you weren't feeling the you know, the action here. I gave you just an eighties classic here of Footloose. Man. So it's all up to you. Man, you are not kidding. Cobra, 
Over the Top, True Lies, Commando, Footloose. Hmm. I'm going to play the Jeopardy theme here. I'm going <laughs> to say... I'm going to keep it between Arnold and Sly. Hey, wait. Let's, let's do this. Yes, sir. Let's eliminate them as you ponder this. So I'm going to eliminate Footloose to start with. Who got a cut loose? Not because I don't want to, but as soon as you said Cobra, I was just immediately in that mind frame of... I lost my pen. Action. Oh, here's one right over here. Oh, you Footloose. Footloose is gone. So then we here. have Cobra over the top, Commando, and True Lies. Correct. So it's down to Arnold or... Uh, I almost said Frank. Arnold, <laughs> Arnold or Frank? Or Sylvester. <laughs> Frank Stallone. Um, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> far from, hey, this decision is far from over. Man, this is tough. Do we, want, do we want Marion Cobretti, Lincoln Hawks, I, uh, Bennett? No, Bennett's the bad guy. Matrix. John Matrix. John Matrix or yeah. I forgot his name in True Lies. Of the four of those, I've seen True Lies the least. Okay. So that's an intriguing option for me, and it's a 90s one. Okay, yes, early so 90s. So that definitely... Is it 93? I, uh, <laughs> I think it's earlier. Yeah, it's about... <clears throat> Maybe like 92. Yeah. I think it was before... Oh, gosh. I don't know, though. Let me... I'll start... You think about it. Let me look it up. I'm going to I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, my gut says I want Cobra, because I've been wanting to watch Cobra. Okay. But... I feel like over the top would be more fun of the two of those for the show. Okay. So I'm going to eliminate Cobra. I don't Cobra. want to eliminate Cobra, but I'm going to do it. Cobra has been taken out by the Night Stalker himself. Oh, man. Uh, True Lies, 94. 94. So okay. very close. All right. Man, Arnold went from Last Action Hero to True Lies. Terminator 2 Love to it. Last Action Hero. Wow. Impressive. To True Lies. M. What a run. And then jingle all the way after that. I mean, <laughs> that was it. That was the end of that his was career. It. Yeah, it was pretty much it. Uh, over the top, true lies, commando. So we're down to two Arnolds and one Stallone. You know what? I'm just going to eliminate two here. I'm going to pick commando. Commando's the one you want? Commando's the one I want. Okay, commando it is. I had odds on favorite that you were going to go Cobra. I every I'm and I'm, I'm telling you right now, like even internally, I'm like just do Cobra, but I'm like no, we haven't give Arnold as much love. I feel like these are hey, these are all a win. Yeah, I we whether need, whether we like these movies or not, these are this like there was no there's no losing this. I like all of these movies. Yeah, okay, one hundred percent like all these movies, all Perfect. of them for different reasons. But well, I feel like these are all these films. They're all fastballs yeah. down the middle. Fastball for right down High the tower. right down the old. <laughs> Right down the old poop shoot there. High fly ball to left and good bye. Oh boy. Man, all right. Commando next week. Let's do it. Bennett. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Oh boy. Okay. It's gonna be exciting. The commando. Let's do it, man. Absolutely. Um as always, I'll just I'll throw this out there. Yes. If you're, if you're listening, please feel free. Throw a throw a comment out there if you have any suggestions for movie lists. That's right. We're open. We've been coming up with some lately, but we're always open. Or if you have another idea, bonus episodes of rankings or our opinions on something, let us know. 
yeah, re- reach out to the show. You can find us on Instagram at uh, Cash and Hightower. Uh, is that our Cash and Hightower? I right? have to look every time. Movies with Movies with Cash. Movies Hightower. with Cash and Hightower. Movies with Cash and Hightower on the gram. Uh, we have a Facebook group. Uh, Cash and Hightower. Let's see. We're, oh, we have an email address. Movies with Cash and Hightower on Instagram. Hit us up at. Cash and Hightower at gmail.com. Movies with Cash and Hightower. On, I can see or, uh, that, at Cash and Hightower on Facebook, but Movies with Cash and Hightower. Okay, I can see that our traffic is up, so we, we know we got people out there. We we were just we were going through the. Our, we know you're out yeah, there, guys. So if you're if you're shy, it's okay. We won't even we won't say you're emailing us, but just let us know you're listening. Cash and Hightower at gmail.com. If you got Cash and Hightower at gmail.com, if you got any movie suggestions, send them our way. We might do them if. If we like them. It might show up as Gabriel Cash when you email that. That's right. So I have used that Gmail to log into stuff before or pay for something. It's like, thanks, Gabriel Cash. You can <laughs> expect you. That's fantastic. But. And last but not again, another shameless plug. We do still have our merchandise link on our bio. Oh, yeah. And Instagram. And, and Instagram. So, yeah, if you want a cool shirt, hat, mug, sticker, whatever. Take a look. The missus designed some great logos. She really did. And... We got the approval from Mr. Hightower himself. So, yeah. Please feel it look, free. It looks great. Thanks for listening, as always, guys. Yep, yep. We will talk to you later. TTYL. You got the touch. You got the power. Well, bye.